Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. We're reunited back on Guys of a Certain Age with no Seals and Croft this time, but all three of us in studio recording this week's episode. I'm Robbie Koblenz alongside Jay Reed. And Art Shirley, Seals and Croft? Was it Seals and Croft? Peaches and Herb. What? Peaches and Herb. 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 Peaches and Herb. Herb. Yeah. You know, I used to get Guns and Roses and Love and Rockets mixed up when they first came out. They both came out. Love and Rockets had a comic book, wasn't it? Well, it was, but there was a band, No New Tale to Tell, Welcome to the Jungle. I get it mixed up all the time. Yeah. I used to get Dire Straits and uh, Sniffing the Tears confused because (laughs) they both came out at the same time. Who? Sniffing the Tears, which did nothing. I've never, <laughs> I, I, I've never heard of Sniffing the Tears. I think I, that's the name of the band. I thought that was My like a... roommate called him Sniffing the Fumes. But uh, Sounds like a flavor of Skull or something, yeah. you know. Wow, <laughs> Sniffing the Tears. Guys of a certain age back Maybe in... driver's seat? Maybe not. What? Do you even know what you're talking about? No, no idea. Sniffing the Fumes. Yeah, well, we may be running on fumes at this point. How are you guys doing today? Doing Okay. It's a good day. It's warm outside, though, boy. It's getting to be summer in Mississippi, and it's still May. But you know, it has been great temperature-wise here in May. I mean, we have a a new coworker who came from Vancouver, Canada, who uh, was telling us was telling us that she's not uh, originally from Canada. She's originally from California. Hey, but uh, yeah, the Great White North. What? But she felt like she was really adjusting to the heat in Mississippi. Like, this is the coldest spring we've had. Oh, yeah. my goodness. I'm afraid she's in for a rude awakening. Bless her heart. She, yeah. You're just going to come in one day and she's going to be melted at her desk. <laughs> Hopefully not. Like the snowman from, uh, what Christmas special was that? Was that Rudolph? Frosty the Snowman. Was it Frosty the Snowman? Yeah. Was it Frosty Happy that? Happy birthday. Was that you? That was you, Yoda. You, you, <laughs> I don't say that didn't sound like Frosty. Happy it is. That is. Uh, that, was, that, was, that was Louis Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> That was a carryover from last week's episode, so let's jump into Geeks of the Week as I hit the microphone. What you got this time, Mr. Shirley? Okay, uh, just came out uh, a while back now, but uh, Ruby... Oh my gosh, I wish we had a video of that. <laughs> we got to be doing this on YouTube. Oh, wow. Uh, wow, and the mic went. <laughs> the audio description includes, Robbie then pulls the microphone up and jabs himself in the eye. <laughs> He will now be known as Cyclops for the rest of the... And I'm going to die in the next gonna, die in every you know, movie. Anyway, I had, whatever I had to say doesn't compare to that. But Ruby Rose has left uh, the CW show Batwoman after one season. And I think it actually had a pretty good uh, season so far. I think they've done well. It's certainly been renewed. And they had planned a crossover with the new um, Superman and Lois show that's coming up. I can't remember exactly what the title of that is. I wanted to call it Lois and Clark, but that's not it. It's Maybe Superman it's, and Lois. Is it Superman and Lois? I believe it's okay, Superman so and Lois. Lois and Superman or... Yeah. gathering of all super folks but so they don't know what they're going to do they don't know if they'll recast Did she leave on her own or was well, there a it, contract it, there was a feeling is they're saying the the it was a, a mutual, mutual decision yeah there you go so okay. apparently she she herniated a couple of discs right early on yeah and a she, stunt that went wrong or something i guess right she, she didn't like vancouver very much yeah. which i've listened to some stuff some interviews with Stephen and May, a male a male yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, Green Arrow. So, yeah, the guy who played Green, Green Arrow, and and 
they get tired of Toronto. I mean, Vancouver, apparently. Yeah. And uh, probably no, not so much the city itself as just being so far away from everything. From else. everybody. Yeah. Because yeah, Vancouver is a really cool city. Yeah. And uh, so apparently she wasn't the easiest person to work with on set. Yeah. And uh, just First actress ever. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. Um, or actor. Or actor. Not to be discriminatory. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So. Yeah, actually, I guess if you put the bat suit on at some point, Christian Bale was not <laughs> necessarily a great oh, guy. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, although I understand he's quite pleasant now. So, Christian, if you're listening, please feel free to come by. <laughs> don't don't come kick Arch butt. <laughs> That's right. There's it was a Jay. Jay said it. <laughs> <laughs> so it was Terminator Salvation, I think, uh, yeah. where he was shooting a scene, and the DP uh, Shane Holbert, who I subscribe to some of his stuff, the DP was right trying to move a light as they were shooting it. And got into Bale's eye line, and Christian Bale just eviscerated him. You, you know, found it on YouTube, I think, still. Oh, I need to find it. I've never seen it. Yeah. I always wanted to. I, uh, Shane doesn't know me from Adam's house camp, but, you know, I, I bumped into Shane a time or two at NAB. I've always wanted to ask him if he and Christian Bale exchange, you know, Christmas cards. Yeah. But, uh, Just Google evisceration. I'm sure you'll find it. Yeah, probably so. But, yeah, Ruby, <laughs> Ruby, Ruby Rose, Rose is leaving. And they don't know what they're going to do. Will they just recast Batwoman, the character of Batwoman? Do you think she might regenerate? She might regenerate. Because hey, that's what happened in Doctor, Doctor Who. Yeah. yeah. Now, who is that? Yeah, exactly. Uh, that was a few episodes back. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, but, uh, or if they will cast a new hero, there's been speculation maybe Batgirl would come in, maybe uh, Nightwing or Batwing. I think it would be a great opportunity to do the Batman Incorporated uh, storyline and include some of these. Uh, do y'all know that? Are y'all familiar with that? I vaguely. And I may have the wrong name for it. But anyway, I think it's one of those times where Batman's gone or whatever or, or yeah. disabled and so others have to fill in for him. So there was a group of, of Bat-related characters, some of them new, like Batwing, who came in to, to do Batman's job. Kind of like was, Spider-Verse? Kind of like that, but uh, I think Didn't it actually... did you have uh, Commissioner Gordon in like a robotic yes, bat suit? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, she did, yeah. yeah. And yeah. This, was, this has been before the new 52, I think. Yeah, it'd be the old 48. Yeah, the old... Or whatever it is. The old 48. So... Um, but anyway, that's, I always thought that was a great idea. To me, that made more sense for a multimillionaire, billionaire, whatever Bruce Wayne was, to hire a bunch of people to go out mm-hmm. and do that, <laughs> you know, and put them in. Why did I not do this in the beginning? Yeah, put them in Iron Man kind of suits, you know, to, to go out and do that, or bat armor to go out and do that. Or get the Michael Keaton suit. The Michael Keaton suit. Yeah, the Michael Keaton Batman suit, which is more like armor because you couldn't yeah. move your, your head. Yeah, so. oh, that's right. They couldn't move his head till. uh what George Clooney probably? Yeah, George Batman George. Forever. Maybe so. Yeah, or that George Clooney was. Yeah, George Clooney was, was Batman, Batman and Robin. Robin. Yeah, Ugh. Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mister Freeze. Ugh. Oh man, <laughs> I don't feel good all of a sudden. So Ruby Rose is gone. Yeah. So that's it for that one. So yeah. we'll see what's going on with what the what they announce what they're going to do. Yeah. So wait. I can't remember. I'm so discombobulated after I hit myself in the mic. Have you done your geek yet? I have not. So, Jay, let's do your We didn't your let geek. him do his geek last week. We ended up speaking over it before he could even finish it. Yeah, that's right. I'm so glad when the people show up. So, hey, Mrs. Reed. Yeah, okay. So, what's So, you this is way off. So, did that hurt when that microphone hit you? <laughs> It's going to hurt when Jay hits When I pull you. mine off, it starts knocking y'all in. I didn't do that, Jay. I was looking at you and listening to you. You were. Jay's not going to let you back in the studio. <laughs> <Getting> the <eye laughs> now. Oh, man. All right. What okay. you got? 
So this is something I came across. This is so far off from what we usually do, but uh, there's a website called nerdfitness.com. I mean, that, oh, does yeah. it for, that does it for <laughs> yeah, this episode. <laughs> but right. it's, it's supposedly for, it's about 10 years old and uh, supposedly for people with desk jobs like us, and that's a quote, uh, that love nerd culture. So it's just kind of folks that are, you know, probably sitting in basements playing video games and watching Batman and uh, want to get fit. And the, the one of the cool things I was looking at it today is they have a blog, with just, just different articles about exercise and stretching and diets and stuff. But almost every picture, there was a few, like a, there was a Spider-Man and something else. But most of them are, are set up pictures of Lego minifigs in different, you know, configurations. So you've got Princess Leia sitting at a table eating Wheaties and uh, a stormtrooper with a little mini camera taking a picture of a of a hot pepper, like an Instagram picture. <laughs> so all right, that's fun. Kind of, that's kind of funny. That's kind of funny. So I'm not using it currently. It's kind of community, and you know, all sorts are there of exercises? Do they have? You can, yeah. There's exercises. Oh. I think you might have to join to get all that. It's kind of a, a like member going up community. and down the basement steps so many times. Right, right, yeah, something okay. like that. Yeah. <laughs> nerdfitness.com nerdfitness.com yeah wow. not an endorsement just an acknowledgement moving the box of VHS tapes <laughs> okay. or, or you've got or maybe the Wii maybe they incorporate ah, the Wii yeah. well you, you've got to have the finger exercises to be able to push the VHS tape that's yeah. right so you up up left left up up left left and, and what was the name that's how to get up in the morning you fitness. lay back down at night nerdfitness.com what's that nerdfitness.com that's the one sit up a day you you <laughs> get up out of bed in the morning you lay back down at night you gotta sit up in oh wow well that's thanks to Mark Lowry I can't take credit for that either oh Mark Lowry wow I like Mark Lowry I've met him a couple times he's really he's funnier in oh, person he's yeah. a hoot yeah. yeah he is so mine uh, geek of the week is the trailer that just dropped for Christopher Nolan's new film Tenet starring uh, which who? he mistakenly Batman. thought was about David Tenet <laughs> Why he looked it up? Oh, John David Washington, who I'm not familiar with. He's starring uh, Robert Patterson's in it. Pattinson, and right? Pattinson. Pattinson. That's what I said. Uh, Michael Caine comes back as Alfred. Michael Caine. Yeah. In Tenet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Michael Caine. I said Michael Caine. Jeffy said comes back as Alfred. He comes back as Alfred because he was Alfred in the Batman. Movie. I know that. Oh man. Even Michael I know Caine. that. And Kenneth Branagh is coming in too. So, but it, it's interesting. No, it's been a top secret project. And uh, so the trailers led on to the sci-fi aspect of it. Apparently, the main character can turn back, t- localizing, turn back time. And so you've got shots of of bullets coming back into guns, and it's it's really interesting. So, um, how is it being shown? Is it going to be in a theater to be open later, or how is it? Uh, we don't know. I did see that that was going to be one of the first ones to open in the summer, but but where? Let's yeah, see. So it was supposed to be uh, July seventeenth. But um, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I remember but, seeing a trailer for that when we saw the last Star Wars movie. I've just the seen Rise of Skywalker. There was a trailer for Tenet in it? Yeah. I didn't I didn't remember that. Well, I, I actually, I'm realizing now it's when I was in Nashville and saw it. So. Oh, yeah. where they get real trailers for, yeah, for real right. movies. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it kind of has an Inception sort of feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ed Nolan's movies are just, they've got a real interesting look. Yeah. Um, did he do Interstellar? Who directed Interstellar? That sounds right, but I'm not sure. It's possible. Uh, I think he did. He did Interstellar, yeah. And Dunkirk was his last movie. So. Wow. Yeah. 
which I've only I've seen most of Dunkirk. Yeah. Uh, audio plays a big role in in tenant in in Tenet's movies and <laughs> yeah David Tennant's movies in Nolan's movies. Um, you know, Interstellar. There's places in the soundtrack where things are distorted and you can't make out the dialogue, and that was all intentional. Kind of like uh, kind of like Akshun Baby by U2. They went for that Eastern European Berlin esque sound. Um, you know, Nolan likes to to play with with sound design a lot. So. Um, it's going to be interesting to watch. Yeah. yeah. Did either of you guys see uh, Dunkirk? Yeah, not yet. I saw it in the theater. I, I think it's out on VHS next week, Jay. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. The joke that never dies, you know, <laughs> but Blockbuster has. Moment of silence. Ouch. So, wow. So, three geeks of the week. That wraps up for this segment. We'll be back with that. Back. Wow, that's almost as bad as be ripping back, we my will. <laughs> be back, we will. We'll be back. And Bibba, I can't even talk. <laughs> we will be back talking about Arrakis, Dune, Desert Planet. We are back. This episode's Guides of a Certain Age, and we're going to talk about one of my favorite books in a movie I kind of enjoyed from 1984. Dune, which is going to be coming out with a big, gigantic release later on this year. Now, Jay, you I know, Art, you've seen the David Lynch version, and you've read the book, right? Right. Yeah. Been a long time since both, but yeah. Jay, you saw the movie I last night? I saw time. the movie within the last 12 hours, but have not read the book. So, uh, the, the whole history of Dune, it was a blockbuster a book by Frank Herbert, written in the early 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, that I didn't realize it was that, that old. old. Yeah. 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 Cause it was a big, all my friends as a you know young teen, my friends were reading that book. I thought it was new then. Well, it was kind of a, a 1965. Yeah. It was kind of a rite of passage to read noon huh. and, uh, I haven't passed. and and so there was a uh i think mid late 70s there was this big multi huge budget movie by i can never or 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 ever what the dude's name was yeah that was going to be like a a 60 million dollar version of dune and there's a documentary about that on there is and it Netflix never or amazon yeah. and, and so the the things about that version you had uh you had geiger and you had somebody else who was involved with the alien design team mm-hmm. who had come up with a bunch of mobius mobius oh really oh, yeah okay yeah. mobius was involved in the design and so french uh, comic book artist okay thank and, you and so uh ridley scott took some of that design team to make alien with but this was going to be this gigantic movie event. You know, this is pre-Star Wars, mm-hmm. uh, but it never happened. And so then you had the film rights bouncing around. And in 1984, David Lynch had a version. And David Lynch had just come off of uh, Eraserhead. No, he hadn't done Eraserhead yet. No, I thought Eraserhead was early. Maybe it was. Was it yeah. Blue Velvet that he had just done? No, Blue Velvet was later. Blue Velvet was like 92, 93. Okay. You had Elephant Man. And Eraserhead. It must have been Elephant Man. I think it was Elephant Man. Because I saw Elephant Man in college. Yeah. And uh, I was graduated by the time uh, Dune came out. And so Dune came out and it was met with kind of tepid response. It really changed a lot of things in it. Of course, it had Sting. Yeah. Um, You know, it had, uh, oh, who played... 
Paul Atreides. He was uh, in Carl McC- uh, yeah. McLaughlin. Yeah, who went on to be his Twin Peaks, his yeah. star in Twin uh-huh. Peaks. Okay, that was a connection. I knew yeah. they had had another. So, so Lynch did mm-hmm. Twin Peaks as well. Right. Yeah, I watched some of that. And so, and that was a couple of years later. That was eighty six, eighty seven. That's right. Yeah. And then uh, there was there were no sequels to Dune. And then in the early 2010s, late 2000s, late aughts, Sci-Fi Channel did Dune and Children of Dune as kind of stage plays, low, yeah. lower budget, which were quite good. Um, and then now, Dennis Nueva, did I pronounce it right? Why am I asking? As far as I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, a big budget version of, of Dune is coming out uh, later on this year. Uh, Timothy, Timothy Chalamet? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm just butchering everybody's name. I'm sorry, folks. Um, but anyway, it's going to be a two-part um, movie, a lot like Deathly Hollows. And okay. so you okay. got so two parts covering the, the that's original right. book. So you've got, you, you've got um, Oscar Isaac in it. You've got Josh Brolin, uh, Stellan Skazgard, who is Thor's favorite scientist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Batista, you know, is yep. coming in, which is uh, going to be, hmm. be fun. Uh, Zendaya, who is Peter Parker's favorite girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? She's going to be Charlie. Yeah, is yeah. The right name? Yeah, Jason Moa Momoa. Wow. Uh, yeah. A lot of the comic book folks coming in there. Javier Bardeen is okay. going to be, and so it's it, it's really interesting. Um, I'm really looking forward to this version of Dune. So I'm a big fan of Dune. Uh, you know, read most of the books. Jay, you've never read. You saw. What are your questions about Dune? What, what can we answer about Dune for you? I probably didn't pick up on the significant parts. I picked up on little things like why the French bulldog, why is Captain Picard carrying the bulldog? In nobody, the nobody, <laughs> nobody knows. That is a, that is a day. That is, that is a question that no one dares ask David Lynch. You know, that has nothing to do with the book. Okay. Well, the other thing I noticed in this, just a few lines where they talk about the prophecy of the Messiah coming and then. Um, I think it's, it's Paul, right? It says Paul Atreides. Paul may be, may the hand of God be with you. So was there, was this considered a sort of a messianic? Absolutely. Sort mm-hmm. of a movie. So I, I did a paper on it in college and there's a lot of, of, of Hebrew, uh, Something Old at the end, like a last line. I read that was a Hebrew, right? Yeah. Or yeah. What's so the Hebrew saying. So there, there's a lot of messianic, uh, you know, children of Israel type of 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 tie-ins with with the whole idea of the Fremen mm-hmm. and uh, in the desert. And well, I can't remember. Does this is this is its own galaxy though, right? This is not a tie-in to an Earth thing, is it? Yeah, it's like far, far future. Yeah, and so you know, this is far. They do talk about Earth. Um, they talk about. Uh, there is a there is different religions scattered throughout. They talk about the Orange Catholic Bible, the okay. OC Bible. Okay. Uh, later on, so and in, the, in the book they do I don't in the book. Oh yeah, the book's yeah. like you know you know three inches yeah. thick. And well, I, I read a lot of quotes from David Lynch. I was just kind of reading trivia on IMDb, and they were talking about how he looks back and really is kind of embarrassed by this. He should be, and uh, <laughs> and how it was what a four it was a four hour version that universal wouldn't let him obviously do so i think i don't know if this was completely his cut or did i read that wrong i mean yeah they they did come in and butcher it down quite a bit i mean but there's so many things he added to it like the weirding modules you know 
they just invented that stuff, you know, where, Which, what was that? That was the guns where you could speak into it and it would, you know, blow things up. Okay. Yeah. For his name is a word of power, you know. What about the little shield thing where they come become block people? Yeah, or? yeah, that was actually in the in the in the book. So you could you could do you could did it put reflect what you imagined when you read the book? Oh, I mean, man. was it even close? I think I watched the movie, then I read the book, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I was trying to remember the order I did it in too. I think I may have read the book first. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. But uh, in fact, I know I did because Becky and I went to see the movie. And she's going, am I going to be able to follow this? I said, oh, yeah, you know, they'll they'll lay it all out. Yeah. Just <laughs> like afterwards, no. 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 <laughs> and I'm going, oh, this is not what I remember. And it been, there was a, a good chunk of time between the time I read the book and the time I saw the movie. I thought in terms of the planet and the look, that was pretty good. Man, the sandworms the, the were good. The sandworms mm-hmm. were awesome. And the yeah. soundtrack by? I don't remember. Toto. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, the soundtrack was great. I, I, I loved the, the, the design of Atreides. I mean, not Atreides, of Arrakis was great. Uh, I loved the way the Fremen with their steel suits. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of ecological, um, you know, Herbert had a lot of, of, of ecological um, sensitivity shall we say yeah. you know he was very much, like to the water yeah mm-hmm. yeah the whole idea that it, it, at the end of the book it rains on arrakis it doesn't rain on arrakis until like god emperor of dune or something yeah. like that so yeah some some weird things did you did you pick up on sting as fade ruatha baron harkonnen's ne- i knew i knew I, that's probably the one thing i re- knew about it before watching it was that sting was in it he didn't do much. No, he didn't. I he mean, just, he didn't say much. He looked kind of goofy. I mean, yeah. he got goofy yeah. grin. Then that may be part of the character. I don't know. No, no. <laughs> Fade Roth was a little more intelligent in the book than than um, Sting was given the role mm-hmm. in Dune. So, Bernhard Conan was kind of kind of what I, I remembered him. So, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Stelgard is going to be Baron Harkonnen. Okay. And that was played by the guy from Das Boot. I can't remember his name. Is that right? I can't remember. Yeah. Sounds yeah, right. That was just kind of disgusting. And I, <laughs> again, I was watching it with Lauren. <laughs> Melissa had already fallen oh, asleep some, by the time we started this. There's some grotesque but, parts in it. Well, when the, well, I don't even know what the name of this. I don't know if they ever gave it a name, but at the beginning of the movie, when the, the group comes in off the ship to, talk to the emperor yeah. and they open up this aquarium the and spice guild yeah, the, yeah. The, so what the is navigator. that that's a navigator that's a, okay so that's a mutated being that can take the spice in full space okay yeah and so they control everything so the spice guild controls everything because they have the navigators and arrakis is the only place you could get spice uh-huh. and so spice enables hyperspace travel and so according to victoria or whatever madsen Spice did everything. I mean, yeah, that pretty yeah. much without Spice, they're not not That's much right. happening in this movie. That's right. So, <laughs> you know, a lot like you know the Phantom Menace. You know, it's the trade guild that causes all the problems. Mm. So you know, so you have the trade guild. You have the uh, you have the uh, the Spice Guild controlling everything, and so you've got then you've got the Bene Gesserit who are the um, the witches, as they're referred to, but they are a, a cult with powers mm-hmm. that oh, okay. help maneuver and manipulate the the genetic bloodlines to get to the Kwisak Haderach, which is the ultimate messiah. Right, and so Lady Jessica but they thought it would be a girl. Right, is that well, what they were hoping for? So Lady Jessica was supposed to marry a Harkonnen, and their son was going to be the Kwisak Haderach. 
but she fell in love with Duke Leto Atreides and so became his concubine. And so because there was hope, there was a political hope that Leto Atreides would marry the daughter of the emperor and solidify the bloodline and would become the, the yeah. next heir apparent. Atreides is the guy that's played by the Das Boot guy. I can't remember his name. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and so who plays it's Conan? It's Oscar Isaac is Duke Leto Atreides in the okay. new one. Yeah, so. that's a good fit. Yeah. But I can't remember who plays Harkonnen in the David Lynch version. I can't remember either. Character actor, I think. Probably Very right. grotesque. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I remember the character and I yeah. remember the guy, but I don't know the actor. Yeah. Name. So mm-hmm. anyway, so you've got politics there. You've got a little bit of magic with the Bene Gesserit. And then you've got Spice and you've got the Fremen and um, the blue eyes, the blue, blue eyes. Yeah. Which shows that, you know, Spice and, and John she- Young is in the. Yeah, she, Lynch. yeah, one of her early movies. There was right? a story about that I read. Apparently, she was supposed to meet with one of the DeLaurentis. There was like three DeLaurentises in the credits. That's right. It was a Dino DeLaurentis movie. Right. So yeah. he and somebody else, maybe Lynch even, were supposed to meet with Sean Young. And she really didn't care to meet and got on the flight. And they were on the same flight and accidentally met on the flight after she had stood him up for the meeting. And they got kind of mad, but ended up... Um, having drinking champagne and talking about it and then okay. the rest is history. Yeah. She I would, did watch Conan the Barbarian, a Dino De Laurentiis movie as well. But, yeah. <laughs> but in, prepar- in preparation for this podcast. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> so Zendaya plays the character that Sean Young played. Oh, uh, that'd wh- be good. What's her name? She's Charlie. Yeah, she's the daughter of Leto Kynes, who's the, ecolo- the uh, ecologist, the imperial ecologist on Dune, who was played by John Huston, I believe. No, no, John Huston was the... Um, was the emperor anyway they they switched genders and it's a a female in the upcoming um, okay. version so and this comes out when i know the november november so maybe it's still gonna make it i mean maybe it'll still be okay i'm pretty part one i'm anyway. pretty pumped about what's the uh, what's the release date for then. the second part is that are they shooting i guess they shot them same time i and don't all that. know and maybe i just made up the whole thing it was supposed to be two movies who knows but you know um there's also for HBO Max, there's supposed to be a uh, a spinoff called Dune Sisterhood about yeah. the Biddy Jesuit. So they're going to try to, um, you know, leverage across the streaming services. So, but uh, yeah, this is kind of off the path, but on the oh, that never happens on this no, show. No. You can't do it on the credits in the beginning. I noticed a few things that seemed a little bit different. It said it it, not, it uh, acknowledged the person who is responsible for the mechanical special effects. It like listed that out. And then it's the creatures created by, and then prophecy theme by. It just seemed to be oddly specific. Yeah. In the in the beginning credits for those, instead of just you know special effects, you know, mm-hmm. light and magic. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it um, it was old fashioned credits where you had credits happening before the movie started. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, which I guess you know Star Wars was one of the original movies to ditch the long line of credits before you get like to they her. got in trouble for that too or maybe that was something that the director's guild gave George Lucas a, a hard time about because you know it's like oh no these I things think so I think so that may be something I've conflated or yeah that never happens on the show either Dean Stockwell was in yeah, the yes, 84 that's version right, that's right yeah he was uh, he was the uh, imperial um, he was the uh, the physician and he had the imperial conditioning he had the little dot on his hand yeah. And uh, so he was not supposed to harm the person he was sworn to. But, yeah. I think I've got the comic book adaptation of this somewhere. So you had Dean Stockwell, Virginia Maston, uh, Sting, uh, Max von Snydow 
was the was Lido Kynes. Okay. Was the um yeah. He was also in Conan the Barbarian. Was he? <laughs> yeah, he plays the king. A little uh, cameo. And he was also in The Force Awakens. Yep. Where she he was. tells I, uh-huh. Oscar Isaac, she's always been a princess to me. Yeah. Or no, she's always been, been royalty, royalty to, to me. me. Yeah. yeah. What so. about Patrick Stewart? Was he ever young? Did he ever have hair? I mean, because he looks just have, like he does now. I have Dude. never seen Patrick Stewart with hair. And this is the first time I ever saw Patrick Stewart. The first thing I ever saw him in was Excalibur that I remember. And of course, I didn't, you know, had no reason to know, but I remember him being in there. And he had, you know, kind of hair on the sides. Uh-huh. But you know, didn't have anything on the top at because I thought point. this is this is what 1984 movie or, yeah and and he looks the now same. It's Dune, it's not 1984. We'll cover that. Uh, oh, so. but Excalibur is 1980, 1979, 1980. Yeah. Okay, okay, I'm sure I've seen that, but yeah. So Gurney Hollick. Gurney yeah. Hollick. Yeah. So you know, I have not seen this movie in probably eight or nine years. Now you didn't watch it recently, did you? No, uh, I haven't. Do you seen own it? it? No. That's interesting. Yeah. I rented it. It's gone now. <laughs> it's gone. Would, do you wish you'd get that two hours of your life back? What'd you think about it? I was pretty tired. I I was not going into it with high expectations as far as I didn't expect to understand it all. Yeah. I hadn't read the book. I do want to read the book. I think I love doing that, watching a movie and like I did with Harry Potter and reading the book and just comparing notes. So I will read it. Um, but I thought it was okay. I noticed even though like the – the special effects or the the ships and, and those kinds of things, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty well done as far as the production value for that time. So that was impressive, but I didn't really expect to fully understand the story. It had a very steampunk feel to it. Yeah. You know, and... So this is supposed to be in the, our future, right? Like Supposedly. 20,000 years in the future. Yeah, okay. but they still have wood walls. In yeah. The first scene and the... The fighter thing that he fights in a, the little machine that comes out with all the little spears and stuff coming out, that was kind of cool. I mean, those kinds of things could have been clunkier. I was expecting them to be clunkier. Yeah. So from that respect, I thought it was I, – I didn't regret watching it. <laughs> I was pretty tired towards the end. I'm like, I had to rewind a little bit because yeah. what did I miss here? <laughs> so are you interested in seeing the, the motion picture coming up? Oh, absolutely. We you, should do it as a group. You need yeah. to watch – you need to read the book. I need to I'll get read the book. book. I have time to read the book between. Do now you then. do you prefer to watch the movie and then read the book, or the other way around? Probably my preference would be to read the book first, yeah. and then I would kind of know what to expect mm-hmm. and, and judge the movie. But I'm more of a book person than a movie person, anyway. Yeah. So that would. So sometimes it depends on on the book or movie, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm going to be curious to see how it's received mm-hmm. uh, because it is the subject matter is pretty dense. I mean, there's a lot of names and a lot of things happening. Yeah. And if I remember correctly, I did see the movie in the theater. They gave you like a cheat cheat really? as you went in. I read that. The, the, yeah. the terminology and that. vocabulary. Yeah. Should have had it for Becky. I know. That would have made a big difference. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if eBay has one we can get. <laughs> you know, what's a Benny Jazz? What's a Benny Jazz? A rot? Yeah. So, but. Anyway, so you said David Lynch was kind of embarrassed by it. Yeah, yeah that was every, almost everything I read said that he just kind of looks back and regrets. It's like three and a half years of, of his life well, spent sure. making that movie, and then it just didn't yeah. come out like he it, it, thought it should. It bombed pretty hard. So and I think it got the uh, – uh, that's one thing I read, too. It got the Worst Picture Award from the Stinker Awards wow. that year. <laughs> wow. 
Do we still have stinker awards? I don't, I don't even know. They're, they're, they're the Razzies. Now. The Razzies. They're, yeah. they're the Razzies. So, wow. All right. Well, we want to thank you guys for joining us. Hopefully this wasn't a Razzie-worthy episode. <laughs> or maybe it is. Maybe that's why you listen. But until next time, stay safe. <laughs>